Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before Course in Miracles podcast. Lesson 107. Thank you all for tuning in. So 107, let's let's divide 365. I should be able to do this in my head. 365 divided by 107. 3.4. No, it's the other way around. 107. 107 divided by 365 equals... So we are 29% of the way through. So we're almost to the third, to, to the third of the way mark. So amazing work, Miracle Workers. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for your commitment to this. And uh, pl- please, please take a second and pray for my hometown, uh, Chicago. I, um, you know, I got on here yesterday. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. The world is wonderful, you know. And I go on the internet today, and there's um, riots. Ba- not basically, you know, riots downtown Chicago, and hundreds, if not thousands, of kids uh, running around. Jumping on the windshields of cars, uh, beating the crap out of people, um, running wild. Now, from a Course in Miracles perspective, right? What we would say is, well, those these these quote unquote hoodlums, however it is you'd like to refer to them, and I can certainly understand how people might have unsavory things to say. I might have unsavory thoughts around this type of thing. I think that it would be silly to deny the humanness in this or the worldliness in all of this. It would not, however, be miraculous. We would not be acting Uh, accessing the miraculous if we did not notice the the spiraling thinking of the ego and where it wants to go here and call it out so god did not create the riots god did not create the hoodlums running around downtown chicago hurting people God did not create that, so it is not real. So what you're seeing here, phenomenologically, spiritually, is that there are disenfranchised human beings. There are millions of disenfranchised human beings. I don't mean just disenfranchised in uh, not being able to... uh, like vote, I mean disenfranchised in the set, like spiritually disenfranchised, like essentially robbed of something, essentially uh, having something taken away. And I'm not going to get into the, you know, the his the the history of it um, all, but uh, you've got a lot of people who have, in so many ways, uh, been ab- abandoned. Entirely. If you study African American history, um, it doesn't take too long to trace this sort of thing directly back to uh, the institution 
of slavery. There was, um, it was often referred to as peculiar, the peculiar institution of slavery. And I was reading this book by uh, Frederick Douglass called My Bondage, My Freedom. I picked it up after the, the George Floyd thing, uh, the George Floyd tragedy. And um, the way that he lays it all out is fascinating. The pictures that he paints with words ever so eloquently um, demonstrate the horrors that were um, perpetrated. There were horrors perpetrated, horrible things perpetrated for hundreds of years, for longer than they have been free. And I, as a person who used to uh, subscribe to the farthest, uh, the, the, the ideologies that are furthest left, um, I can certainly understand where that sort of thinking comes from. It becomes very, or, or I, could, I could see how people would find that orientation, that sort of uh, ideological orientation, uh, valid. You know, the, the defunding of the police, I could see how someone would think that that would be a good idea because look at what these police do. Well, these police who have perpetrated who have done bad things, and I personally know uh, a couple of cops who are perfectly good people. I would have no reason to um, think of them otherwise, at least on a personal level. I'm not sure what happens when they get in their car and go do their policing, but it's a dangerous job. And so when they are perpetrating, they are also... um, just disconnected from God. And the it's very easy to have the ego take over. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's very, very easy to have the ego just do the thing that the ego does. So when I personally catch myself spiraling downward and going where the ego wants to take me, right? I'm actually looking at Lesson 107 today on my computer before I read it to you. Truth will correct all errors in my mind. So those those indulgences of the ego are actually errors. So we can send, we have within us the power to send our miraculousness towards that sort of phenomenon, right? Um, it is... terrifying for people caught up in this type of situation. If you're just a tourist and you're downtown Chicago and all of a sudden basically a riot breaks out and all of a sudden you are being beaten mercilessly, uh, that is valid. That is a, that is a valid thing to be terrified about. That is not where we go and pull a course in miracles as I've referred to them and say, well, that's not real. Well, that's not real. God didn't create that, so it's not real. No, the, the, the feelings that these people are experiencing are, in fact, real. You know, on a side note, I actually believe that we are... Earth is very much ripe for a Messiah to come along, a true Messiah, an avatar. And 
this Course in Miracles work that we are doing is absolutely positively no joke at all. As the lesson yesterday stated, I'm going to read back over it real quick. Hold on, let me find it. Here it is. Yesterday's lesson, be still and listen to the truth, or let me be still and listen to the truth. It said, for each five minutes spent in listening to God, essentially, a thousand minds are opened to the truth and they will hear the holy word you hear. And when the hour is past, you will again release a thousand more who pause to ask that truth be given them along with you. So, not a joke, this Course in Miracles stuff. Very powerful, very powerful and transformational work we are doing as miracle workers. And we can direct our miraculous thinking towards the rioters, and pray that they be brought back to God. We can pray for the terrified victims that they find peace in all of this chaos. We can play, pray for the political, uh, what's the word? The, 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 the political figures, the politicians who may have uh, not the clearest or the cleanest and most wholesome of motives, we can pray that they return back to God. Um, there are so many ways to come at this type of phenomenon miraculously, to come at this fun- type of phenomenon with God, with God by our side. And it's okay if we slip. It's okay if we slip because the terror that these victims who find themselves caught up inside of these existential crises and not only existential, but, you know, this is kind of a side note. I had a, um, a history professor in college who was talking about, uh, Auschwitz. His, his parents were actually in the Nazi party as, uh, he was from Eng- uh, he was from Germany. He was German, I believe, and his parents were actually in the Nazi Party. Fa- amazing professor, one of the most amazing professors I ever uh, got to. Who's one of the most amazing professors I ever got to learn from. And he was talking about being caught in the like being caught in a concentration camp, or putting putting time in being imprisoned in a in a concentration camp was basically the greatest existential crisis that anyone could ever find themselves caught up within. And so there is sort of an existential crisis happening in America and people are being caught up in it and victimized by it. And we have so much more power than we're aware of when we allow God to work through us Using Course in Miracles, 12-step work, uh, straight-up, good old-fashioned Christianity, uh, however it is that you or we as spiritual warriors essentially can, can access the power of God to work through us. So again, not a joke. It says in one of these lessons a while back, this is, this is no idle fantasy. 
This is not idle stuff we're doing. This is very powerful. We are accessing the kingdom of God when we choose to apply Course in Miracles principles and Course in Miracles lessons to the horrific things that we see unfolding on planet Earth. So again, please, please, please pray uh, for my my hometown, Chicago. And uh, here we go, lesson 107. Truth will correct all errors in my mind. What can correct illusions but the truth? So this is what the example I just gave of this rioting in Chicago. That would be an example of an illusion. That's just, it's not real. God didn't create it. These people are separate from God. Therefore, it is not true. So what can correct illusions but the truth? What are errors but illusions that remain unrecognized for what they are? Where truth is entered, errors disappear. They merely vanish, leaving not a trace by which to be remembered. They are gone because without belief, they have no life. And so they disappear to nothingness, returning whence they came. From dust to dust, they come and go, for only truth Remains So David Hawkins in The Eye of the Eye, I believe, uh, his favorite, my personal favorite of his works, he talks about how uh, after this divine energy had presented itself to him, the power of enlightenment, the energy of enlightenment, he was walking down the street in Chicago and a, like there was a, a, a fight was about to ensue amongst a bunch of people outside of a bar. And he said that the, he felt the energy come out of around, I believe it was around his heart and sort of surround the crowd and then it dispersed. It's beautiful to hear someone discuss how these sorts of things can happen in real life. Can you imagine what a state of mind without illusions is? How it would feel? Try to remember where try to remember when there was a time, perhaps a minute, maybe less, when nothing came to interrupt your peace. When you were certain you were loved and safe. Then try to picture what it would be like to have that moment be extended to the end of time and to eternity. Then let the sense of quiet that you felt be multiplied a hundred times and then be multiplied another hundred more. And now you have a hint, not just more than just the faintest intimation of the state your mind will rest in when the truth has come. Without illusions, there could be no fear, no doubt, and no attack. When truth has come, all pain is over, for there is no room for transitory thoughts indeed. I, and dead, I, for there is no room for transitory thoughts and dead ideas to linger in your mind. Truth occupies your mind completely, liberating you from all beliefs in the ephemeral. They have no place because the truth has come and they are nowhere. They cannot be found, for truth is everywhere, forever, now. Excuse me. When truth has come, it does not stay a while to disappear or change to something else. <clears throat> it does not shift and alter in its form, nor come and go and go and come again. It stays exactly as it always was, to be depended on in every need and trusted with a perfect trust in all the seeming difficulties and the doubts that the appearances the world presents engender. It will merely blow away when truth corrects the errors in your mind. When truth has come, it harbors in its wings the gift of perfect constancy and love, which does not falter in the face of pain, but looks beyond it steadily and sure. 
Here's the gift of healing, for the truth needs no defense, and therefore no attack is possible. Illusions can be brought to truth to be corrected, but the truth stands far beyond illusions and cannot be brought to them to turn them into truth. Truth does not come and go, nor shift nor change, in this appearance now and then in that, evading capture and escaping grasp. It does not hide. It stands in open light, in obvious accessibility. It is impossible that anyone could seek it truly and would not succeed. Today belongs to truth. Give truth its due and will, and it will give you yours. Wow, that's beautiful. Give truth its due and it will give you yours. You were not meant to suffer and to die. Your father wills these dreams be gone. Let truth correct them all. We do not ask for what we do not have. We merely ask for what belongs to us, that we may recognize it as our own. Today we practice on the happy note of certainty that has been born of truth. The shaky and unsteady footsteps of illusion are not our approach today. We are as certain of success as we are sure we live as we are sure we live and hope and breathe and think. Wow. We are we are as certain of success as we are sure we live and hope and breathe and think. We do not doubt we walk with truth today and count on it to enter into all the exercises that we do this day. Begin by asking him who goes with you upon this undertaking that he be in your awareness as you go with him. You are not made of flesh and bone, flesh and blood and bone, but were created by the self-same thought which gave the gift of life to him as well. He is your brother, and so like to you, your father knows that you are both the same. It is yourself you ask to go with you, and how could he be absent where you are? Truth will correct all errors in your mind which tell you you could be apart from him. You speak of him today and make your pledge to let his function be fulfilled through you. To share his function is to share his joy. His confidence is with you as you say. Truth will correct all errors in my mind, and I will rest in him who is myself. So there's the prayer. This is what you say. Truth will correct all errors in my mind, and I will rest in him who is myself. Then let him lead you gently to the truth, which will envelop you and give you peace so deep and tranquil that you will return to the familiar world reluctantly. And this is what happens with spiritual aspirants. Very often they have these profound experiences with God where they're moving towards enlightenment and they don't want to go back to the world. David Hawkins says he spent, I think, 30 years or 10 years, I believe, sort of in this divine bliss, and he reluctantly returned to the world to create the magnificent body of work that he did. And yet you will be glad to look again upon this world, for you will bring with you the promise of the changes which the truth that goes with you will carry to the world. So then you will eventually be glad to return to the world because you're bringing this beautiful truth back. They will increase with every gift you give of five small minutes, and the errors that surround the world will be corrected as you let them be corrected in your mind. So these errors of the world, these disconnections from God, these poor, lost, prodigal sons and daughters who have nothing left to do in their minds but create havoc and chaos, 
right? These errors that surround the world will be be corrected as you let them be corrected in your mind. So we are healing the world with this work and it is powerful and it is beautiful and it is profound. Do not forget your function for today. Each time you tell yourself with confidence, truth will correct all errors in my mind. You speak for all the world and him who would release the world as he would set you free. Okay. Uh, You know, if the episodes have to go political or phenomenological, they were. Uh, They will. Uh, Phenomenology, by the way, is fascinating. It's like the study of phenomenon. And so what we see happening phenomenologically and spiritually, again, is a just a sort of like a fundamental disconnection from spirit um, that goes back a very long time and that there's a, there is a woundedness in this country that is very, very deep and is very easy to trace back to what could very easily be described as disgusting phenomenon that unfolded for centuries. So... Do your work, stay tried and stay true to the course, stay true to the truth. Truth will correct all errors in your mind. And as you start correcting the errors in your mind, the errors in the minds of others will be corrected as well. Beautiful, beautiful work. Miracle worker, miracle workers, love and respect and appreciate each and every one of you. Have a beautiful and blessed day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. God song, one, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants, they beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when it came shining through dusty blinds in a dim lit room and I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light it was that Sweet, 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 the sweetest of surrenders. Sweet, 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 the sweetest of surrenders. Sweet, 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 the sweetest of surrenders. Get it any way you can. Get it any way you can. And I don't need no motherfucking Bible to show me the errors of my ways. But may God bless you if you keep one by your bedside. I hope it you to heaven one day I hope it gets you to heaven one day I hope it gets you to heaven one day and I ain't gonna argue with no atheist because my truth is my truth is
truth is my truth.